0: Hi, I'm Becky Streepy.
1: And I'm David Streepy.
0: And you're listening to Talkin' Tofu, where a couple of vegans talk about what we ate. That's us. That's us, a couple of vegans. This week on the show, we'll talk homemade granola, our new favorite pizza delivery spot, and try two new Ben & Jerry's non-dairy flavors.
1: I think calling it our new favorite spot gives it away, gives away the ending a little bit.
0: Ooh, so spoilery.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't even, I'm not, I don't know that I'm there yet. I saw you wrote this on the rundown and I didn't question it because I saw it like a second before you said it.
0: Yeah, but Dave literally grabbed the rundown off the printer and then I hit record two seconds later.
1: I make it a point not to look at these things.
0: That's before... how we do things here at Talking well, <laughs> Tampu.
1: I, I know what we're going to talk about. I don't need to have prepared remarks on the pizza. Maybe I do. I don't know. It might be bad.
0: I like an outline. I like an outline. I know you do. I like it to keep us on track. That way, if I feel like we're getting off track, we have something to refer to.
1: Yes. I. Nobody's denying the value of an outline. <laughs> Even in this specific instance, I'm not denying the value of an outline. I'm just saying I don't look at it beforehand.
0: It's true. Dave it's flies by the seat of his pants. No, I don't. <laughs> I
1: fly by the outline that you prepared, which is fun. That's enough. I don't need to study it and rehearse.
0: Do you rehearse? Oh, yeah. Do you? No. Okay. I don't. Y'all.
1: I medium believe you.
0: I don't know if you can tell, but this is very unrehearsed. So, Dave. Hey. 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 I've, like, barely seen you all day. Tell Tell me how your day's been.
1: It's been busy. It's been busy at the day job. I'm on conference calls all day long.
0: Yeah, when Dave's on conference calls, he closes his office door, and that's how the kid and I know not to bother him and to try to keep it to a reasonable volume level out here yeah yeah
1: sometimes i'll hit the door with a broomstick if you guys are being too loud
0: mm-hmm. and i just know you're in there shaking your fist
1: i don't shake my fist Shaking your fist i don't shake my fist yeah and it's work from home it's like month three of work from home so uh, getting a little tired of it i think i'll be working from home for the rest of the year so i need to get used to it but we see each other i come out for lunch I ate, I ate pizza. The pizza from the outline.
0: Oh my gosh! Look at I us. Stood,
1: no, we're Weaving not. This isn't it together a, segue. Like a beautiful it's not, fabric no. It's not that. I'm saying that I saw you. I remember seeing you because I was eating pizza while I saw you, and I remember the pizza.
0: That's right. You did see us at, at lunchtime briefly, but yeah. then you ate, you ended up having to eat at your desk. I right? walked
1: around and ate it. Oh. I was too stressed to sit.
0: Oh boy, it was a day.
1: I mean it's a it's a world right now. Yeah. It's a whole world right now.
0: It really is.
1: Now, I was I was gonna say it's hot. If you asked me what I was up to today. I was ready to talk about how it was hot.
0: It is hot. But I Atlanta. didn't
1: I wasn't up to that today. So yeah. I couldn't connect <laughs> what I was gonna say with what you were asking.
0: Well, I will say that when you have a lot of conference calls, sometimes you'll take them in the backyard. But perhaps the temperature. Yeah. Look at my sweet, sweet segue that I made for you. Sometimes
1: I take them on the grounds, so you're right. Yeah.
0: Out in the backyard.
1: It's hot. The mosquitoes are bad.
0: Oh my gosh, so bad. We ate supper outside tonight and I could not sit around after they were eating me alive.
1: You went in very quickly.
0: I was getting bitten up.
1: That's when you turn the fan on.
0: Oh yeah, we need to get a fan out there.
1: We have two fans out there.
0: We need to move it out closer to that, that picnic table. Okay. Can we get on that?
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll throw some pictures up on the Talking Tofu Instagram of the space that we're talking about.
0: Oh, do we have an Instagram now? No, we don't. We barely have a Twitter account. JK, y'all, we have a great Twitter account with tweets on it.
1: So what have you been up to?
0: <laughs> what have I been up to? Well, what I've been doing today, it is uh, June 8th here in Atlanta, and that is election eve. And so I've been refreshing my voter page because I sent in my mail-in ballot. Um doesn't look like they received it. So I will be getting up at six o'clock tomorrow morning to go vote.
1: I'm sure it was just an accident.
0: I'm sure it was because we sent Dave's and mine at the same time. And Dave's was received weeks ago. We- yeah. Week ago. Weeks. Weeks. Yeah. But mine's not there.
1: More than one less than two.
0: Mm-hmm. Weeks.
1: If you're in the second week, is it weeks?
0: At us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter.
1: Y- you don't have to worry about that.
0: But please You don't Jim. have to do that. Okay.
1: But so <laughs> voter suppression is real. There's a lot of BS going on with ballots. A lot to look out for.
0: I'm not sure if I'm a victim of voter suppression or not.
1: I'm just saying any uh, any extraneous attempt to invalidate an absentee ballot to me falls into the voter suppression circle of the Venn diagram.
0: I did get that weird form saying I needed to send in a signature to validate my vote too.
1: And that's the point that I was going to get to was that specifically you have one of the most the fakest signatures I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Oh, like intentionally fake, almost.
0: It's. I feel like a signature is not a thing worth putting effort into. It's true. It is sort of intentional. What You're kind of right. divi- what kind of
1: dividends is that reaped for you?
0: Saves me so much time and energy. Yeah,
1: it's six a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> Think about that.
0: <laughs> I'll have a long time to think about that. And practice a new signature. The
1: most important election year <laughs> of our lives.
0: I'm sorry, democracy. I'll get a yeah. better signature. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, could you describe your signature?
0: Sort of a squiggle. It. It's a squiggle.
1: And yeah, it's a lazy squiggle. It's not a. Squ- it's a line.
0: It's a squiggle. It starts a out. It starts <laughs> out like a mountain, and then it turns into sort of a, a line.
1: It is like if a drama club was putting on a production and part of one scene, one throwaway part of one scene was this character signs a check in front of the audience. That would be the signature that it was just like a throwaway. Like, yeah, yeah. Pen got to paper and and I went all the way across the line.
0: Our seven year old can can forge my signature already is what.
1: Anyone who can draw a line can Mm -hmm. forge the signature.
0: He's been able to do my signature for years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You do put CID on the back of your uh, credit cards. Yeah. Which is great (laughs) because (laughs) at least you don't put your (laughs) terrible signature on the back of cards for people to hold up and check a signature again.
0: I, this is the first time I've ever encountered my signature being an issue though. It is pretty never big,
1: pretty big instance.
0: It is a big instance.
1: Pretty big instance. I'm sorry. This everyone. isn't the same as, you know, getting rejected for your purchase at 7 Eleven. Your Slurpee, your Slurpee run. Oh
0: my gosh. I mean that too would be a tragedy.
1: Yeah. But you'd get over that. That wouldn't damage democracy. That's true. Yeah. Did you make granola this week?
0: Hey, you know what I made this week is some really, really amazing granola. It is ginger granola. It has dried apricots and coconut in it and maple syrup and cashews. And it is spicy and sweet and crunchy. And it is my new favorite thing. Y'all, I have eaten breakfast two times since making this granola.
1: You don't eat breakfast ever. Mm-mm.
0: No. Nope. We've discussed this before on the podcast, but I'm assuming that since this is just the third episode. Yeah. Fourth. Fourth.
1: Yeah. I would say your, your breakfast routine you put as much effort into breakfast as you do your signature.
0: Mm-hmm. It's called lunch at 11 a.m. Yeah. Promptly. It's called
1: Piccadilly lunch. We've established.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember which episode we talked about that in. The point is I don't eat breakfast. It's because I'm disorganized in the morning. But this granola is so good that I ate some for breakfast today. And you know what I learned is that if you eat breakfast, you're not hungry for lunch at 11 a.m. Yep. I ate lunch at 1 p.m. Like
1: Old human trick there. <laughs>
0: I ate lunch at 1 p.m. like a person, yeah, like a grown adult.
1: 1 p.m. is a little late for lunch. Is it? Yeah, you overshot.
0: I wasn't- What time
1: did you eat the breakfast? 10.30. Oh. So you (laughs) ate breakfast half an hour earlier than when you normally eat lunch, and that enabled you to not eat lunch for two hours after when you normally eat lunch.
0: Dave, I need your support on this journey.
1: Well, I'll tell you how supportive- I am of your journey is what episode? This is four mm-hmm. or five. Four. Four. And I didn't eat the granola and I knew we were going to talk about it and I didn't eat it. Y'all so hate- I'm sorry. I support you eating breakfast, maybe a little earlier. I support you making granola because I like granola too.
0: I can tell by how you never ate the granola. It's been in the pantry for like four days.
1: But we've had bad yogurt.
0: And I think maybe
1: we should call out who made the yogurt that we don't like. I was about to say,
0: don't name and shame that yogurt because I usually love their yogurt. I
1: know. I usually love their yogurt too. And maybe this is the only way they'll know to be better. Okay.
0: Okay. Do it.
1: It's Kite Hill.
0: It was a Kite Hill. Can you believe it? Kite Hill
1: almond yogurt vanilla sweetened, which was the, that was the, I saw that we had sweetened yogurt. I'm an unsweetened yogurt guy. I was like, you know what? I'm going to suck it up. And I ate it, and it tasted artificial.
0: It was really sweet. Very sweet.
1: And artificial.
0: It did taste artificial, which is weird because you could see the little flecks of vanilla beans. It was vanilla yogurt, and you could see that there was real vanilla in there. So I don't know why it tasted that way. It
1: tasted like vanilla extract smells, which is more natural than artificial. But still, it's like a caricature of a vanilla smell.
0: I'll tell you what though, you put that spicy granola in there. It makes it fine. I'll never know. It was good. I've I'll been eating know. it all week.
1: I turned that Kite Hill around just to see how much sugar we were really talking about. Convinced that it was all in my head.
0: It's as much as a Coca-Cola. 20 grams of sugar per serving. <laughs> I mean. 20 grams. I was shocked. That's a lot of sugar. I don't actually don't eat do a this. ton of Okay, forget it. I
1: don't watch TV. You know, I don't watch a lot of TV, so.
0: I guess that's true. And I do eat a lot of sweets. (laughs) I I can't even say that.
1: Literally the thing that we're going to talk about (laughs) in like 30 seconds is like (laughs) one of the sweetest things on the planet.
0: I don't know why I don't think of myself as someone who like, I think it's because if I eat something like a slice of cake, I feel so garbagey after. It's because it's a slice of cake. Mm -hmm. But I do love a bowl of ice cream. And that doesn't make me feel garbagey.
1: Yeah, hmm. yeah, you're right. Hmm. hmm.
0: Well we've really said. unlocked something. Well
1: <laughs> said. We should start a podcast. That's
0: a great <laughs> idea. We should Take share these thoughts like that. <laughs> hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah, you know what I do like, and I'm gonna I'm gonna plus these guys up, even though I'm not crazy about these guys. The silk almond yogurt. That was what got me on this almond yogurt kick in the first place.
0: Yeah, it is really. good. It was really good. I was surprised. I've been doing
1: soy yogurt for the longest time. I switched to coconut yogurt, and I thought that was better than soy yogurt. And not until I had almond yogurt did I realize how I had unfairly kind of poo-pooed almond milk yogurt up to this point.
0: Yeah, you even said that to me when you first discovered that you liked that yogurt. It was a real revelation for you.
1: It was really just thick and creamy and tasty and very tart which I haven't really experienced with a non-dairy yogurt. And I, I couldn't couldn't say enough good things about it. And then I threw some granola on top of that and sent but me to the, the moon. But not the
0: ginger granola. Uh,
1: I'm Correct. I made some smoothies <laughs> with that, sent me to the moon, the breakfast moon. I wish I had a cool name for a breakfast moon. I, yeah. don't, I don't have it. Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I, want, I want this for you.
1: Yeah. I want to say badgetarious, but that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. But that was where I landed with that. Just go ahead and leave this in. I yeah. deserve it. But uh, super good. Super, super good. Silk, almond, vanilla, unsweetened yogurt. Put some granola on top of it. I had bare naked granola.
0: Yeah, that's some good It was like fruit and
1: nut granola. Good stuff.
0: It is good stuff. Good stuff.
1: I'm going to try your granola though. Once we finish this Kite Hill, I can't open the second, I can't open the silk almond yogurt that I got to replace the Kite Hill until we finish the Kite Hill because I don't want to waste food, but I also don't want to eat the Kite Hill because it's like eating sugar. Like It's like eating candy in the morning. It is like eating sugar because it's literally eating sugar, Yeah. but it's too sweet for first thing in the morning. I don't even put sugar in my coffee. Hmm.
0: I'm going to have to make more granola then because we have one serving left. And the only way I've enjoyed that yogurt so far is with that granola on it. We're in kind of a pickle.
1: Maybe you could leave that last serving for me.
0: And just bite the bullet, eat that yogurt?
1: No, use the other granola that I bought. Like you can move on the granola and save that portion for me to try. I want to try it.
0: Oh, right. I'm saying, though, it's the spiciness of the ginger in the granola, I think, that overpowers the sweetness of the yogurt so you don't really experience it.
1: So we had a really good pizza experience. <laughs> we sure did. This weekend. Uh, we've been meaning to try this place. We live in Atlanta. I don't know. Have we said that? Do we live in Atlanta? We live in Atlanta.
0: We sure live in Atlanta. We sure
1: do live in Atlanta. And uh, we've been trying some new food options. And this weekend we tried plant-based pizzeria.
0: Yes, Oh, my goodness, y'all.
1: They've been around for some for a few years. I was going to say some years.
0: They've been around for some times.
1: Sometime
0: for a duration <laughs> works, of time.
1: Works as poorly as some years. Yep, They've been they, around for a little while. They
0: opened one time. Yeah. And now they're here.
1: Yeah, they opened and then they were open for a while before we tried them.
0: And now we've tried them. And now we tried them. They make their crust with spelt flour. And I was floored it was so amazing super good the crust was delightful we have talked before about pizza crust i think or was that with on the veg fest thing with with lee
1: yeah we talked about uh freddy bready oh
0: yeah, yeah. i'm so, a crust guy
1: we could we talked about it on here
0: we have there, i'm pulling up
1: the pizza that we ordered hold on
0: i, I mean it's keep, in the outline i put the description of the pizza in the outline because i'm a professional oh yeah i sure did see it see it Roasted basil pizza sauce, vegan mozzarella, spicy beyond sausage, roasted peaches, red onions, and jalapenos. Yeah, but I was going
1: to show everybody a picture of it
0: on you were- my phone. Oh, yeah. That
1: I took. Yeah, so we got the Georgia peach pizza from plant-based pizzeria here in town. Roasted basil pizza sauce, vegan mozz, spicy beyond sausage, roasted peaches, red onions, and jalapenos. Kid had the veggie flatbread.
0: Yes, Is he did. what I
1: wanted to say about the pizza. <laughs> Um, but for everyone like,
0: not in this room, Dave was reading what I wrote on that. It's the, clear. Couldn't it was been, clear.
1: Couldn't have been clear. Could <laughs> have
0: been more clear. It couldn't
1: have been clear.
0: I'm just trying to explain <laughs> the joke. It
1: had the veggie flatbread.
0: That was it. That yeah. was what drove it home. Yeah. The veggie flatbread had zucchini and mushrooms and onions on it. It was a lot. When oh, we I opened I up the box and put the slices on his plate, our child did say, "Square pizza."
1: <laughs> Square pizza is a fun idea.
0: I know. It's he was like so a, charmed by it.
1: School cafeteria. We had octagonal pizzas in our school cafeteria. Sometimes it was Rectangle Pizza Day, and sometimes it was the regrettably named fiestados that were octagonal pizzas.
0: Octagonal? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Now you got me thinking that they're hexagons, but no, they were octagonals.
0: How? Did they have a a cutter that they...
1: I don't know but they were like...
0: I need more information.
1: It was cheddar cheese. It was like ground beef or something on top of that. It had a little bit of like taco sauce or like some sort of kick to it. I don't remember a lot past that, but that was the way that they could clear two pizza days in one week in the, in the lunch line.
0: It seems like a lot of cutting work for no reason. Yeah. Unless the dough came that... <sighs> if yeah, anyone know. knows why that happens, please get at us. At talking Tofu on you Twitter.
1: Really? You really want that? I'm thirsty for some get tweets. It. Yeah. Yep. Get it.
0: Tweet us. Tweet us. I mean, how? But it could have like a
1: cutter. Like a, like a...
0: Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Did they have a big stamp that was stamping out? That seems like right. it would waste a lot of dough unless you were very precise.
1: Or what about like... I mean, they do it for biscuits. Big Biscuit does it.
0: Big Biscuit does it.
1: Yeah. I did feel like going back to plant-based pizzeria, which we didn't really spend a lot of time talking about. We spent like 12 times as much time talking about fiestadas, which I called (laughs) fiestados. But um, I feel like there was more than vegan ma's on there. I feel like there was cheddar on there.
0: Did you? Yeah. I did not feel that way. But I will say there were a lot of strong flavors going on there and the cheese was not like at the front of my mind. Mm. There's The spicy sausage is so good. Yeah and like perfectly spicy too yep. especially like with the jalapeños to amp it up a little yep. bit and then those roasted peaches goodness yep
1: and the way the sausage was crumbled on top of the pizza i thought was really great too
0: yeah you weren't getting like big heavy clumps there mm-hmm. was it was like nice and even
1: yep nice and even little crumble spread across the entire thing the jalapenos were really spicy and had a nice punch to them.
0: But they also were cut thin enough, I feel like, that they roasted, so you got that good roasted pepper flavor.
1: And it was a thin crust, but it was a thick, thin crust, which I feel like you and I could meet in the middle there.
0: Yeah, I ate the crust last night, y'all, which for me, that's a big deal. It was so good. It was a thin crust. You could taste all those toppings, but it was like a hearty, thin yeah. crust. Yeah. Because of the spelt flour, that's what made it so hearty.
1: I think I'm also thinking of like the amount of crust between the cheese and the bottom of the pizza. Like actual height of the crust? Right. Like (laughs) I feel like it was a very bready pizza, but it didn't feel like a very bready pizza.
0: Yeah. I grabbed three slices and I could have probably just eaten two.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Also though, that crust, they seasoned it so well. It was full of seasonings.
1: Yeah. Bursting. With seasoning.
0: It was a great pizza. I can't wait to eat another one. We should
1: have done this episode about that pizza.
0: Yes. I almost proposed that to you. And then I was like, how many people are going to want to outside of Atlanta?
1: Yeah. How many people?
0: Well, Plant Based Pizzeria, we love you. You were great. We're going to order from you again as soon as possible.
1: Yeah. But I was, I was, afterwards, you know, I was full, but I was still hungry for dessert.
0: This is smooth.
1: I went into the the freezer. uh, I pulled open the drawer and there were two pints of Ben and Jerry's non-dairy that just waiting for us. Two new ones.
0: They sure were there and they, I'm so glad. They were delightful. I wanted to say about the Ben and Jerry's is that we had ordered the Netflix and chilled and then we had ordered something. Oh, the milk and cookies was Mm -hmm. what we ordered but they didn't have it. And our the person who was shopping what, uh, texted me a picture of the chocolate salted and swirled pint and said, is this okay instead? And I, it was better instead, in my opinion. Don't get mad, Dave. But I love chocolate ice cream. Yeah, you do. So should we do these one at a time?
1: Well, let's take a step back and explain our history with Ben and Jerry's non-dairy. Because I think they were – some came before them. Clearly, but I think this was the point at which both of us really got back into ice cream, like got back into trying lots of different types of ice cream. Once Ben & Jerry's opened their their non-dairy line, which was all almond milk based ice cream, but it had all the mix-ins, we kind of, I mean, you should probably disclose your history with Ben & Jerry's.
0: So when they first launched their non-dairy line, Ben & Jerry's flew some bloggers up to Vermont to tour the facility and to try the ice creams and share them on our social media channels and our blogs. And I was one of the bloggers that got to go. This
1: was like 2015?
0: Yeah, it was. that sounds about right. It was when they, whenever they launched those first three flavors, the Chunky Monkey. And I don't know why I can only think of Chunky Monkey, but there were two others. And uh, it was a really fun trip. I went down a giant slide because inside of their offices, they have a giant slide. And um, I ate a lot of ice cream. And we also did this really fun thing where um, the bloggers broke off into teams, and we each got to develop our own ice cream flavor. And it was good times.
1: I think the first ones were PB and cookies, coffee caramel fudge. Oh yeah, uh, Chunky Monkey, which does not exist anymore.
0: Yeah, because it was bad. It
1: wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Uh, caramel almond brittle, I remember.
0: I don't know that they had the caramel. I feel like it was three, maybe four. And they all had chocolate in them because I remember the woman at Ben and Jerry's told us that they were getting complaints about every ice cream having chocolate. And Uh, I thought, from what joyless person is complaining about too much chocolate?
1: Here's the thing about chocolate ice cream.
0: Well, they weren't all chocolate ice creams. They just all had a chocolate element, like the Chunky Monkey. Okay.
1: About ice cream that has a chocolate element. Sometimes that element being the ice cream. Mm-hmm.
0: But sometimes it's just like some, a fudge chip. Acknowledged. Okay.
1: It's too much chocolate. It's too much chocolate in a macro sense that they've got chocolate happening in every one of their their offerings, which is what I think she was speaking to, right? Yes,
0: that is that was the complaint.
1: But there's also like chocolate ice cream. All you ever taste is the chocolate ice cream.
0: You're just selling it more to me, but I understand what you're saying. Not everyone, I guess, wants chocolate all the time in their dessert.
1: So the other two flavors they started with, I think, are a chocolate caramel cluster.
0: That sounds right.
1: Yeah, with chocolate.
0: There was definitely chocolate in all and of them.
1: chocolate fudge brownie.
0: Yes. Which is like,
1: bring a book.
0: Are you kidding me? That chocolate fudge brownie was so good. It's three kinds of chocolate in
1: yes. a pint. I get it. I get you're going to be team chocolate no matter what I say, but that's like a boring amount of, of tons <laughs> of chocolate.
0: I mean, I do agree with you that when you're with Ben and Jerry's, the expectation is a lot of different textures and flavors. And so a triple chocolate situation isn't necessarily what you want from that brand, but like just from a bowl of ice cream in general, chocolate ice cream with chunks of gooey fudge in it. I mean, I'm I'm in.
1: I feel like anytime Ben and Jerry's does something that anybody else either has done or could do, it's just like, why? You've got this Wonka's factory over here of <laughs> amazing ice cream ideas, and you're giving me cookie dough ice cream? Who cares? Like, don't make cookie dough ice cream. What role does that have in your portfolio of ice cream? Yeah. That would be like just a strawberry ice cream. I think mean, Ben and Jerry's makes a vanilla ice cream and it's like, why? Why? <laughs> Who wants that? Not me. No. Well, thanks for listening.
0: <laughs> Should we talk <laughs> about <laughs> Should we talk about the Netflix and Chilled?
1: So yeah, they well, yeah. They came out with Netflix and Chill, which I'm trying to Chilled. Chilled. Oh, yeah.
0: I brought the pints in here when I was making the outline, like so I'd be sure.
1: So it's chill with three L's, an apostrophe, and a D. Mm-hmm.
0: Three is, L's. I had to check that several times. It's
1: pretty cool.
0: Pretty, it's pretty chill-
1: cool, if you ask me.
0: That's chilly.
1: And so that one is, hey, there's something for everyone to watch on Netflix and flavors for everyone to enjoy from Ben & Jerry's. So we've teamed up to bring you a chillaxing new creation. That's Chillaxing. Certain, Yeah. They, they went there. <laughs> they sure that's did. certain to satisfy any sweet or salty snack craving. It's a flavorful world, and everyone is vi- invited to grab a spoon. And so this one has peanut butter non-dairy frozen dessert with sweet and salty pretzel swirls and fudge brownies. So it's the right amount of fudge, right amount of chocolate in there, I thought. Okay. Nice and balanced. Yeah. Salty pretzels big plus you put salt in a in a ice cream I'm there
0: Oh yeah I love a, a sweet like a salty savory element in my ice cream that's always good
1: Yeah and so uh we watched community on Netflix and I ate some and I chilled with 3L's
0: I did too I ate some yeah. when we were watching yep. community
1: Two different watchings
0: Two different we, we're doing a lot of watching community on Netflix with friends right now
1: Yeah so you liked it I did Yeah I
0: did like it I Almost wish, and I know with Ben and Jerry's or you know something with that many like pieces to it, not every bowl is going to be consistent necessarily. But I feel like I could have used more pretzel. I didn't get enough crunchy, salty pretzel. But I do have kind of a salt tooth.
1: A salt tooth?
0: Yeah, it's like a sweet tooth, but I like. I salt. understand okay.
1: the, where you're going with it. Okay, because you sounded disgusting.
0: You've never heard salt no. tooth? No. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, I didn't invent that. Unless I just did, in which case patent pending.
1: I wouldn't wouldn't patent that. It makes me think of like a grisly tooth, like the nubbin of a tooth. Like you know how you think like you know what a tooth looks like, but then a dentist will show you a picture of of what's underneath the the enamel of a tooth and be like, no, that's really what the tooth is like. That's really the thing we've got to preserve.
0: That's the salt tooth. That's what
1: my (laughs) mental image of what a salt tooth is, is that.
0: Oh. Well, now yeah. I don't think that I should say that. Yeah.
1: Okay. I mean, you do have a salt tooth. You have a whole mouth full of them. They're all underneath the enamel.
0: Mm-hmm. So now it's like an official ADA. Sure. Technical term.
1: As far as I'm concerned. Got it. Yeah. Dentist out there, add us at com. <laughs> <talkandto. laughs> dot, dot um.
0: We really do add us. We need We need your tweets. You don't
1: have to. We don't need them.
0: Rate and subscribe.
1: We don't. Okay.
0: So. I thought that this ice cream was a delight. I loved the peanut butter base. I thought it, but it was perfectly creamy. I did want to say with both of these ice creams, and I don't know if this is true of dairy ice cream as well because it's been a long time, but f- they're so hard to scoop when you pull them out of the freezer.
1: That's our freezer.
0: Is that the fault of our freezer? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if it was something to do with the ice cream or with the milk that it just gets –
1: No, I don't think it is. I think our freezer just is set too high and super freezes everything. I also think the space that we made the ice cream space in the freezer is like a really cold zone.
0: Maybe we need to rethink the ice cream zone because it's so hard to scoop that I had to leave it out for a minute and then use like a a wet ice cream scoop to get in there. We'll put some
1: pictures of our freezer up on Instagram so you guys can see the real estate that we're talking about.
0: Just one more time. We don't. We do pull, not have pull, an pull Instagram. going to see them
1: show you our freezer.
0: Do not have an Instagram at this time. <laughs> so the other one was. Wait, I didn't really get your oh. full thoughts on the on the Netflix and chilled. I, I said it was a banger. It was a banger. Yeah,
1: I thought it was balanced. I did get the right amount of salty. I guess I have a, a salt tooth of my own. When it comes to salty food, but I thought it was a good balance. It wasn't an overpowering amount of saltiness, but it was a little savoriness there that kind of helped balance things out. And the peanut butter was was pretty mellow too. Like a yeah, mellow, like the peanut butter, fudge, pretzel, it was a nice mellow blend.
0: I also wanted to bring up because um, we had a discussion about this on our Netflix party chat. And we were talking about how crunchy elements like pretzels get soggy you're doing this yeah okay i'm gonna rip it open because i want to discuss it more okay (laughs) and i did think when i was when i was eating or i guess i had already eaten it but i was thinking when y'all were talking about that that those pretzels were soft i would have liked them to be crunchy and i don't know If that's achievable, it would involve some food science that I do not know about.
1: I like how you brought up the debate and then distanced yourself from it by saying, well, y'all were talking about this.
0: Well, I really didn't chime in because I didn't fully know what to say. I didn't have much to say about it, but I want to hear your thoughts and and chime in now.
1: Okay. Well, my thoughts are that if you... Bring a crispy element or crunchy element into an ice cream and it's mixed in with the ice cream. You're going to lose the crunch, but you're going to gain the flavor. You still come out on top because the flavor is still additive. We had a big debate about that, about I think that specifically it was about would potato chips work? And I think Ben and Jerry's has a dairy ice cream that has potato chips in it. So obviously it does work. But conceptually, I think the argument was that's a hard thing for your mind to get over. I was citing all of these crunchy things that are put into food like cookies and creams a notoriously crunchy food that is then put into ice cream and it doesn't become crunchy like it it loses its crunch gets soggy but that doesn't take away from the ice cream necessarily. But then I think there's a tactility to having crunchy stuff in your ice cream that is satisfying and there could be a way to do that that you get the, addition of the flavor and you also get that added experience of the crunch mixed in with that but I don't think you can mix that in I think it has to be a topping that goes on top like pretzels on top of ice cream would not get soggy you would have a very, like the clock would be ticking when you put that pretzel on there
0: oh yeah Mm -hmm.
1: but you could do it, you could get in there similarly, potato chips you could crumple potato chips up over a bowl of ice cream Get in there and really get while the getting's good before it gets soggy and really set yourself up for a good time.
0: And maybe a stomachache, but s- such a All worth of All of this is a
1: stomachache. Why at that point would you be like, and, and that'll give you a stomachache?
0: I don't know. I'm not sure why. <laughs> I that guess, was
1: your threshold. I had
0: this vision of myself this weekend, like crumbling those ruffles that we have in the yeah. pantry over the top of that... Um, of the chocolate salted and swirled and how delicious that would be and how horrible I would feel like approximately five minutes after I ate it. And I don't know why, but it popped into my head and I said it and here we are.
1: Yeah. I think it would be good. I think you sell yourself short. No, it would be good. No, I mean, I think you would be good. Like, that was two points. One, I think it would be good. Oh. I think you sell yourself short by summoning the instant stomachache afterwards. I think you would be able to ride it out a little bit better.
0: Oh, maybe if I went right to bed.
1: That's the worst idea. (laughs) Like you have to stay up for an hour to digest and then go to bed because you'll have bad dreams.
0: Yeah, that's true. You wake
1: up with a stomach ache. You'll be all thirsty and parched because it was potato chips. Oh, yeah. You don't take a water to bed.
0: So this is like a 10.30 p.m. I
1: don't know. No, that's what time you go to bed.
0: No, on a weekend when I go to bed at eleven. Oh, you go to bed
1: at 10.45 on the weekend.
0: Like 11.15, yeah. 11.30. Yeah. Sometimes, one time, I stayed up until midnight on a weekend.
1: Yeah, and you talked about it for like four days afterwards about how you stayed up so late and how you're just dragging. <laughs> that was your excuse for everything for like four days.
0: I need a lot of sleep, y'all. I like, I like sleep. My body likes it. You need what you need. So let's move on to this chocolate salted and swirled since we've already talked about putting ruffles on top, which we haven't done yet, but it might happen this weekend.
1: Yeah, I just tried this one tonight. This one is
0: the one I had first.
1: Yeah, you went right to it. Yeah. This one, it says an exclusive flavor.
0: Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is it
1: Target exclusive? You got it from Target. It
0: did come from Target. Yeah. Maybe that is what it means. Whatever it is. I loved it. I thought it was great. It is a chocolate base with chocolate sandwich cookies and a salted caramel swirl. And I thought it was awesome. I love chocolate ice cream with chocolate sandwich cookies in it. And I thought that adding a salty element was great. And I didn't expect any kind of a texture because a caramel swirl, unlike a pretzel, is not crunchy. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I
1: didn't like it. More for me, I, I don't guess. know I don't know where to start. I was really disappointed with Ben and Jerry, both for this <laughs> one. I thought the chocolate ice cream was too chocolatey.
0: I thought that I th- chocolate ice cream was incredible and so creamy and perfectly chocolatey.
1: I thought the chocolate sandwich cookies were too soggy, too soggy. I thought the filling in the chocolate sandwich cookies was like marshmallow. And not like an Oreo filling or something or like a vanilla cream or something like that. It was too marshmallowy, which had me wondering, was this really a chocolate sandwich cookie that got put in here? Or is this a cookie ingredient and an injection of marshmallow? And then you're telling me that this is a chocolate sandwich cookie. I didn't taste any salt at all. There were like two moments when I was eating this bowl that I was like, oh, this is good. Everything else, I was, like, effortlessly critical of it.
0: Wow. Yeah. I am. Yeah. Everything Dave said, I'm about to say the opposite. Yeah. So I thought that the... Well, I already said about the chocolate ice cream. I thought it was incredible. Anytime I got a bite that was just the chocolate ice cream, I was like, I could eat a whole bowl of just this. Also, I did notice, like you, that the sandwich cookies were kind of on the soft side, but I thought that gave them this fudginess, and I thought that the filling contributed even more to this, like, they almost tasted like chunks of fudge to me.
1: Do you think that Oreo could make, like, you know how Chips Ahoy was Chips Ahoy for the longest time? And then all of a sudden there were chewy Chips Ahoy? And it like revitalized the Chips Ahoy line and even made like the original Chips Ahoy more popular? Because there was this whole idea you could put them in the microwave and, like, make them fluffy or whatever. Do you think you could, like, Oreo could do that and make a chewy Oreo?
0: Isn't there a cookie that's like a chewy Oreo? What am I thinking of? I'm feeling like it's a hostess thing, and it's, like, two soft, fudgy cookies. Like a whoopie pie. Yeah. I think that's... But small, like mini whoopie pies is kind of what I feel like you're describing. I think I can
1: visualize what you're talking about, and I think that is... It's like a spongy thing. It's like spongy. Like cakey. Right. Cakey. And then has the cream in the middle of it. I'm not there yet. Like, I'm not saying that far. I'm just saying, like, take an Oreo, take what we all know as an Oreo and its construction and its size and its density, and just make it chewy. Maybe a little bit bigger. But the big difference is that it's chewy.
0: I would be in on this. This sounds lovely. I
1: don't know. I think the Oreo is the crunch. I think that's 50% of the experience of eating an Oreo. And I think when you put it in ice cream, it gets soggy, but you've still got enough Oreo there. And like I said, the flavor is additive. Like you're experiencing this larger flavor. That's the ice cream and the Oreo. But I wonder if they could market like a, a chewy version of their their core Oreo, their core if you will. <laughs> <laughs> that you could like microwave or do so I don't know. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was a that was a diversion. You were yeah. saying You like the you like the bad ice cream?
0: So I was saying that I thought the chocolate base was amazing and I was saying that I thought that the cookies turned fudgy in a way. That made my heart sing, and I thought that the caramel was gooey and salty and perfect because of all that rich chocolateness. It gave you kind of a little break from that, and I love it, and I can't wait to eat more of it. Good. Well, also, you have plenty. Also, I can't believe you're accusing them of of not putting sandwich cookies in there because when you scoop it, you can see that it's a sandwich cookie. You can see the two pieces of chocolate cookie with the little stripe of frosting in the middle.
1: That can be faked. These guys have millions of dollars.
0: This is a conspiracy theory.
1: It's not that. It's just that they can create the experience that they want you to have. They want you to think you're having. They have a factory in Vermont.
0: (laughs) Vermont, which is known for food-based conspiracies.
1: It's not a conspiracy. I'm just saying they can (laughs) give the... They can give you the experience that you're looking for, but that doesn't mean that that's necessarily what's going into the the pint. Like I have a side blog of food conspiracy theories.
0: <laughs> We're announcing it's launched today. We'll put
1: that in the show notes. <laughs> Look for it. It's on the Instagram.
0: So we didn't really help you out with that chocolate, salted, and swirled. It seems like something that you're going to have to experience and and decide for your yourself. Because, Here's the here, yeah.
1: If you like the things that you talked about, you'll like it. Yeah. If you also don't like the things that I didn't like about it, you won't like it. So we did help. Do we need to be united on everything and link (laughs) arms and be like, this is a good food? Eat it. That's not the point of this.
0: Yeah, I guess that's not the point of this.
1: I'm not clear on what the point of this is, (laughs) but I know that that's not the point of this.
0: I'm not clear on what the point of this is either, but I love it, whatever so we, it is.
1: Should we read a letter?
0: I'm sorry, do we have a letter? <laughs> no. <laughs> Dave, I got so excited. I thought you had a surprise letter to Where share. Where would I
1: get a letter from?
0: I don't know. I would love a letter.
1: Well, you can write us a letter at pod at com. Also, I'm going off the outline. I know. You are so stressed out right I
0: now. Am. I'm stressing. This is not in the order that it is listed.
1: Well, look, if you've got a new vegan product or just something in your in your mind and your heart that you'd like us to, to try and talk about, tell us about it. Or if you've got a question, Or you just want some feedback from us (laughs) on something that you're going through?
0: Maybe you just want to say, hey.
1: Advice, you know, like friend advice, things like that.
0: That's Dave's department. Sure.
1: Sure. Email us at pod at gmail.com.
0: That's talking without the G.
1: Which is clear. If you just look down at the device that's playing this podcast right now, you'll see.
0: But don't do that if you're driving. Be safe. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. Do you want to do the rest?
0: Do you want me to do the rest?
1: Well, you got a lot of notes on how I'm doing it. No, so you're doing a great going job. off the script, <laughs> off the outline,
0: which seriously
1: like hair fell out when that was happening.
0: Just one clump on the floor yeah. over there. You're, vacuum you're that noting
1: up. the one thing that I read. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you just take the rest?
0: Thank you all for listening. no <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Dave yeah, has kicked back. back. He's got his beer. <laughs> I'm on my own out here. Well, I do want to thank you all for listening, especially if you made it to the end. We appreciate it so much. And if you're enjoying the show, I hope you'll take a second to rate and review the show because it helps more people find this podcast and that helps us. And we appreciate it so much. Please give us those five-star reviews. They are a big help.
1: I just want to say,
0: mm-hmm. I'm going to come back Mm-hmm.
1: You went off the outline when you did that.
0: I know, and it was bad. Yeah, you riffed on it. It was bad. You riffed on it. I know. I'm just
1: saying, you caught my spark.
0: Mistakes were you, made. though No, it wasn't a mistake. You, you it caught was my good? spark. You started. No, nah, it wasn't.
1: But you, you went out there. You started riding the wave. See, you this like is a, why I have. You were like outline. a jazz man riffing. Do
0: you see why I was so stressed <laughs> you were out? Now you're filling
1: the the air with with these beautiful notes. And, and uh, sometimes there were some sour notes, but mm-hmm. I applaud the effort
0: and right. Tofu is a production of Glue and & Glitter and Cattington, Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye.
1: Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.